2: Three News with a View. Monday morning, This a new week. Uh, it's going to be a big week here in Columbia. there, Columbia, uh, Murray County, southern middle Tennessee. There's so many things going on. Uh, Oktoberfest, Fall Fest, this coming up week uh, tomorrow. And the next day, it, uh, we are thrilled, and I'm very happy. to be. We're hosting a radio fund to raise money for the Well Outreach, the Food Pantry in Spring Hill. We're excited about that. It's just that time of year where the uh weather's good and uh uh traditional time to celebrate is in fall football season is wide open uh that all right i'm dude number three delt kennedy before i'd launch into football in the big orange uh dude number two clayton harris how you doing man Doing well, Delk,
0: and uh, I think I might know where you're going with this after you asked me a couple of questions over the
2: weekend. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. uh, And then, uh, dude number one, is he at the election commission together this morning? I didn't
0: get a message this morning. He may just uh, be having some internet issues. Hopefully, he'll be on with us in just a few minutes. Yeah, we'll
2: get him in a minute, too. There he is. All right. He's coming in. We're hooking him up right now. Good deal. A uh, regular special guest dude on Monday, although we haven't seen her much lately. Carrie Powers, how you doing?
3: I'm great. I'm so glad to see all
2: y'all. Glad to see you. There's Mr. York. Can you hear us, Mr. York? Mr. York, you connected? Yeah, we're... Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm connected up, I think. You hear me? Yes, sir. Dude
4: number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Look who we got here. I know. It's so one good to see you. One of my favorite persons. One of my favorite persons.
2: All right. Carrie, yeah, you've been gone too much, and I know you've had a lot that you've been doing lately, uh, you know, uh, children and business and all sorts of stuff, but we welcome you back. Thank you. All right. Meanwhile, over the weekend, the University of Tennessee beat well, what was that? San Antonio High. <laughs>
3: University <laughs> of Texas, San Antonio.
2: Yeah. Okay. I thought it was San Antonio High. The Roadrunners. <laughs> the Roadrunners.
0: All right. At well,
4: least they won. Dale.
3: Titans. No, did. We'll take a God, W.
0: Titans are terrible. Yeah, the Jesus Titans fuck. did not have a good day yesterday, did they? They are true. Hmm. Their offensive line
1: is yes. truly pathetic. Yeah, I've seen cheesecloth stop people faster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel bad for Derrick Henry and, and Tannehill to a degree. Although Tannehill hadn't played well, in my opinion, so far this year. But yeah, the offensive line's just it's just terrible. They, they got to make an investment, man. They are getting uh, these second and third rate folks
4: to block, and that's not going to help.
1: Well. They, they, their investment is uh, recovering from appendicitis right now. Uh, Skaronski was out, and then they had another guy that's been suspended, who's another starter. Okay, Coach Mike so,
2: Lyle is on the board, and he's also a, as the name implies, a longtime high school football coach. Uh,
1: so they, they're missing at least two out of the five uh, now that. Again, this is the NFL, so if you're up there, you're supposed to be able to perform. They had 94 and, yards of total yeah, offense. It was, it mean, was horrendous, absolutely horrendous uh, yesterday. And, and, and it wasn't anything any fancy. They just literally just ran right through them, literally ran through them. Well,
0: and,
4: and this it, lucky Tannehill is still living this morning.
0: It, I don't think I can ever remember an NFL team with less than 100 yards of offense. And also in the same day – I've never seen an NFL team score seventy points. That's unbelievable. (laughs) The the Dolphins may be the best team in football. I mean, it's just that's incredible. Crazy on them. He he, they did. Tyree killed. I mean, they got great receivers. So, yeah, very
2: interesting weekend of football for sure. And yeah, and then University of Alabama versus Ole Miss, a good adjoining state rivalry. I mean, that's as SEC as it gets, right there. Lane Kiffin, Nick Saban, and yeah, um,
0: Alabama got the win. It wasn't pretty. though. Ole Miss had a seven to six lead at halftime, and uh, Alabama was able to score in the second half and pull away. But it wasn't a, well, it wasn't a comfortable. It win. wasn't classic Alabama. No, it, no it was not
2: classic Alabama.
0: Defense state, looked this. good. Defense yeah. played well. If um, you can give up 10 points in college football today, that's not bad. Yeah. So. They carried Colorado his- got got spanked pretty good, too.
1: Yeah, that was. Yeah. Reality Ooh.
2: is set back in. <laughs> now, what is going on there, though? The, uh, what, uh, the usual woke suspects, this is Clay Travis. The usual woke suspects in sports media are in the process of turning Oregon smoking Colorado into an example of racism. They are already suddenly making the argument. What, what what is that all about? I don't know. Somebody crazy writing crazy
4: stuff. Football is football. Players are players and coaches recoup
2: players and try to get a winning team. But, but Deion uh, De- 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 Sanders is Deion De- Sanders coach is, Colorado. is black and he's the coach at Colorado. And yeah.
0: He's,
4: and he got rid of about 56 players when he went there and recruited just a whole new team, what, 86 players, I think, something like that. It was. And he won the first three games. And and, and he's got a lot of hype. He's raised uh, probably about $90 million in that community on the hype. Football stadiums are sold out for uh, all the home games, and they were
0: 1-11 last year. Correct. Correct. Yeah, he won one yeah. game last year.
1: Yeah, and yeah, now they're three and yeah, one. Yeah, he's done a lot of what he wanted to do because who would have been paying attention to Colorado versus Oregon? <laughs> oh, yeah, nobody. And, I, and, I was, yeah, now and it's and now, that, now that it was it was everybody's talking deal. about
4: it. Yeah. And, Every game they're talking about, you know, who they it's, they want to see. Just like this reminds me of Muhammad Ali in the boxing world. Everybody, half of the folks wanted to see him win, and half of them wanted to see him lose.
0: Well, and and everybody wants to get on him too about how he's done this, but he's he's going by the same rules that everybody else can go Mm -hmm. by with this stupid transfer portal. So, you know, I'm not a fan of it. I think,
1: you know, college football is supposed to be an amateur sport. I did think I did think his response was was interesting. They got him on the state, you know, got him on the on the press conference, and he said, Coach Sanders. Uh, yes and, and he said Deon Sanders that's his name Rock he said down. we got he said we got our tails beat he said we just mm-hmm. got beat he said but you better do it now because this is the worst we're ever gonna be
0: yeah, said, I and I believe and, yeah, I believe it
1: yeah and, believe and he he said now now's your chance because we're gonna make some changes I know some things have to be fixed I'm gonna fix them yeah I whether he you know, get whether he can fix them this year or not I don't know but he, said, he
4: needs some good defensive linemen, Mike. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have a good pass rush
0: at all.
1: Right. Yeah, and it, he, you know, he he's got some issues up front, but uh, but he basically just said, "You better you better get your licks in now."
2: <laughs> all right, now, Carrie you and Reem are big uh, big Orange fans. Did you go up to see uh, Tennessee play uh, San Antonio High?
3: Reams and uh, Richard went, and, of course, Patton's in school up there. I was in Memphis, but I did watch um, – actually, I did not watch the game, but I kept, <laughs> Reams kept me up to date. It was a W, Dale. That's it. We're thankful for the W.
0: There you go. And
3: um, I'm hoping that <clears throat> we've got some things in order for South Carolina this Saturday.
0: Is that a night game? Oh, boy.
3: It is a 7.30 game.
0: Eastern or Central? Central. Eastern so 630. 6.30 here.
3: They might beat Alabama this year. Well, they Thank did you. last year. I, um, I'm not going to talk smack to any Alabama friends until I see <laughs> that happen. And I didn't even weigh in about the Alabama Ole Miss game. Um, so just we'll wait and see. If you had
2: weighed in, though, what would you have said? <laughs> um, A W.
3: You know, everybody wants a W. We'll just leave it at that. Alabama got it. So, we – but I would like to see the balls really get some things in order before we play South Carolina Saturday.
0: That's going to be an interesting game. Tennessee really owes them one after last season. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's got to be in a lot of those guys' minds going into this week. And I think the crowd will be –
3: night game.
0: It will be a big crowd.
3: Yeah. You know, speaking mm-hmm. of the crowd, um, the first the season opener against uh, Austin P. There was a rain delay, and then the t- television station made them skip all pregame. And I think that game was so flat; it was it really speaks to what the fans bring to the college game day experience.
0: I I, I agree. And speaking of uh, big crowds. And everything this week, you got Columbia Spring Hill coming up Friday night at Lindsay Nelson Stadium. That's going to be fun.
3: Hey, and shout out! Be a good speaking shootout. of um, the fan crowd experience, Columbia Central has re-implemented tailgating. So anyone, it's open to everyone in the community. The whole family will be smoking meat for the game, but it is free, and it's really been fun. To see, it's included, we've included all game day uh, experience, the band, the dance team, the cheerleaders, student section, as well as the football parents. And it's really been fun to see that community um, take positive steps. And everyone, the feedback we've gotten has been, it's thanks for including us. It feels good to all be doing this together. It had kind of become segmented. Shout out for Columbia Central.
4: All right. Yeah, they have a nice crowd out there for that that tailgate too.
3: Yeah, and we appreciate all the parents who are stepping up to volunteer.
0: And they're they're also inviting back all of the uh, former Columbia players this weekend.
3: Yeah, that's a big deal.
0: Yeah, and, and also Carver Smith alumni as well. So that ought to be that to be a good time. And
3: yeah. They're,
0: they're asking them to uh, to uh, they're going to ask them to come on the field before the game. So that's that's going to be fun.
3: Maverick Dickinson plans to be out there?
2: I hope it's a huge turnout. I think it will be. I think it will be. All right. And we will be carrying that game. Um, it'll be the game of the week. Okay. So it'll be on both WKOM
0: and WKRM. Yes, sir. And you'll be, be able to see the live stream on our website we have, as well.
1: Have the pregame right, starting the, at the 530. Video. Yes, sir. Front pregame point. will start at 530 and go right up to the kickoff. Mm-hmm. And then I think Lou and Lee Maddox will be making the call up from the press box. There
2: we go. We, in our video, we've been working uh, since the beginning of the season to get all the bugs worked out of it. But it seems like we got the bugs out, and it's great video with instant replay and whatever. You can go to uh, our website, frontforceradiotn.com, or just you know, type WKOM in or type WKRM in; it'll, it'll get you there.
3: Shout um, out from a satisfied consumer. I was in Memphis on Friday night, but was able to watch the game on Facebook Live. Thank y'all.
2: All right, thank you, Carrie. it's yeah. on Facebook as well. Yeah,
0: Ron, Ron Hart uh, was special guest Friday, and I hated, I hated that it went the way it did for for Ron mm-hmm. and everybody's sake. Yeah, what well, was not a good night? Not a good night. Back to the drawing board this week.
2: Back to the draw. What what did happen, Clayton?
0: Uh, we just we we just got beat. They they just they beat us up front and uh, had a hard time tackling. Yeah, our <laughs> tackling. Uh, we we yeah. Not not the same team that we've seen the you know last couple of weeks. Even with the loss to Chevable, uh, I think I thought we came out of that game with some confidence because we played well. Um, came up short, but uh, this game was totally different. And uh, you know, that was the atmosphere. It was their homecoming. Uh, Tellahoma takes football serious. It was a huge crowd for them, and um, you know, we'll we'll learn from it and get better. That's all you can do.
2: There you go. All right. On that note, we'll take a break. Come back. Talk about something even more depressing. <laughs>
5: of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick La Crosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorsales.com
1: Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233.
4: Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the garbage man at 931-540-0919 and your problem
1: will
0: be solved.
2: dudes with a view i'm dude number three Delph kennedy it's monday edition it's a beautiful day out it's fall y'all and all sorts of fall things are going on dude number three Delph kennedy dude number two clayton harris how you doing man i'm doing well Del. good morning everybody dude number one mr jim york how are you good morning Del. good morning everybody out there and regular special guest dude uh returning after a bit of an absence carrie powers how are you
3: excellent so glad to be here
2: Glad to have you. Okay, let's see. Uh, we were talking about the Spring Hill Columbia game that's going to be played this coming Friday night. It will be uh, broadcast on both stations, WKM, WKRM. Uh, uh, Lee Maddox and Lou Maddox doing the call with. Uh, and you can go to our website, or as Carrie did, go to Facebook and. We've got the video of the game up there live, along with instant replay. It's pretty doggone cool. Uh, but y'all had a couple of things, I think. Carrie, you had a reminder about something going on with this the game uh, Friday, this coming Friday?
3: Yes. Um, going back to the tailgate, our sponsor this week is murray county co-op thank you to them for sponsoring our tailgate and our other tailgates have been sponsored by light from the darkness and we have the last game will be murray regional medical center the women's center which is our pink out game so the breast center is going to sponsor that so shout out to co-op for this week but we really appreciate all of our sponsors thank you so much
2: now how does that tailgate work
3: well, we have some dedicated parents that come and set it up. We've got a hype video that shows, as I mentioned, all the game day experience groups, the band, dance team, the cheerleaders, the football team, the students section. And so big hype video, which has been really fun to implement. And then the Hall family has done the meet for several of the games um, and then parents donate the sides and paper goods, etc. So it's brought a lot of people together to support the Lions, and I just see a lot of community spirit, and the school has been super supportive. It's just been a really fun time. And um, Zach Tate's parents, Sandy and Todd Tate, they apparently did this back when the The team that won the state championship, you know, just all that dedicated group, they've come out and we did not have to reinvent the wheel. So we just really appreciate all the community support. There we go. It's been a big fun time.
2: And we're talking hamburgers, hot dogs, that kind of thing?
3: They're doing Boston Butts this week. Okay. Uh, They did that one time. We did hamburgers, hot dogs one time. And then we're going to, and then one night there was taco night and we're going to do chili, I think, for the final game.
2: All right. (laughs)
3: But it is free. Um, you know, donations are accepted, but it is free. Thanks, and we are really appreciative of our sponsors.
2: There we go. Clayton, you had something to talk yeah, about.
0: Um, also, uh, Butch Patton sent me a message earlier. Appreciate it. Butch from the Columbia Gridiron Association. Their roaring raffle drawing is going to be this Friday night at the game as well. Tickets are still available at $10 uh, per ticket, first uh, first prize is $4,000. Second prize is three. Uh, third is 2000 And fourth place gets 1000 So, uh, go out and get your raffle tickets, uh, to help raise money for the Columbia Great Association, which helps, uh, provide things such as pregame meals and all sorts of things, uh, for the kids.
2: Where do people go to get those raffle tickets, Clay?
0: Uh, they can go on Facebook, uh, to the Columbia Lines Facebook page. They can send a message there, uh, and, um,
3: Columbia Gridiron. C- Columbia you Gridiron. reach out to me. I'll
0: yeah. I'll I'll, I'll any, go any,
3: pick them up, deliver them to your house.
0: Sherry Woody is uh, the president. Butch Patton, Jill Elkins, like you said, uh, Miss Carrie Powers, Miss Julie Beck. Just reach out to anybody and any one of those folks, and they'll be able to get you. A we will reference.
3: deliver them to you. Ten dollars a ticket.
2: There you go. All right. That's a lot of that's fun and excitement going on, folks. That's that's. Uh,
3: Go Lions.
2: Yeah. Go Lions. Go Community. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. All right. On another level, Uh, and, you know, we'll we'll change off into our usual partisan stuff, but, you know, uh, it's got Washington just going loco. I think I know what you're talking about. The liberal media just absolutely going loco. A September 15th poll by ABC News and the washington post now folks you talk about the the far left looney tune liberal media abc news and washington post i mean there is no way in hell that they would ever do a poll that would help trump if they could if they could avoid it but no matter how they sliced it and diced it whatever this is if the election were held on september 15th 2023 Trump would be Biden by 10 percentage points. Which tells me it's probably higher than that, to be honest. Yeah, because of it, it, Trump always under polls.
0: And they didn't mention that fact of the poll until the 11th paragraph of the article. And the headline from ABC says, Trump edges Biden in
2: poll. And and they it both just, came out. ABC News and the Washington Post came out with news stories saying that their poll really wasn't accurate. It was an outlier. It was an outlier. Yeah. Attack yeah. their own poll. You know, I mean, <laughs> you can't make this up. And <laughs> and this isn't supposed to be happening after Russia Gate, after January six a committee after Trump getting indicted 42 times or whatever this is not supposed to be happening and yet it is <laughs> it's just
4: not normal Dale. y'all just not normal over there
2: well mr york i mean you, well did you see the did you say the
4: polls wrong
2: or are you are you got to, uh, I, I think the polls are wrong uh they
0: you know polls are polls and i don't think people really tell the truth when they do a poll these days look at the questions inside that poll though are you better off financially under Joe Biden or Donald Trump? And the respondents overwhelmingly said Donald Trump.
4: Okay, I, for that question for that question, Clayton, we have a record unemployment. People can get one and a half jobs if they want to. Why are they not better off? If everybody's working, making a good in, income has increased about three to four percent. So salaries though- have increased. So why are people telling I'm not better off. You tell they us, Mr. York. You tell us. I mean, I, so. I don't know why they would say that. I mean, it's not the truth. And that's what I'm saying. People don't tell the truth on polls. If they were unemployed, uh-huh. we had record unemployment. They, we had record unemployment. People were in food lines like they are here in Columbia, Del. You know, I would say, well, gee whiz,
2: yeah, they, they have an issue here. But they're I, guess, not. I guess they need to be sent to re-education camps, don't they,
0: Mr. Uh, George? Only, oh, only, what, only 15% of the respondents in the polls said they were do, they were better off now than they were under Trump. And I mean, what,
2: that's 15%. I mean, where a small and, number. And, and where Biden really got shellacked is on the immigration question. Do you... Migration, immigration, I mean, the country overwhelmingly <laughs> said hell no, and, and disapproval is like 80%. And, you know, we're all watching these videos of, of I mean, literally thousands of these illegals crossing. That 4,000 know. one day over the weekend.
4: Yeah, Nobody I mean, has fixed immigration problems, Bill. So far,
2: Nobody. 2.4 million this year. And
3: There's you a see difference a, in fixed only and exacerbated, and Mr. Trump. York.
2: You see them huh? crossing 20, 20, 20 wide and miles deep, just masses and masses. People
3: standing in line trying to get asylum. I'm going to say there's a difference, and no one has fixed, and someone has exacerbated. Yeah. Well, not,
4: well I can stand by that because all Trump did was separate mamas and children.
2: Mm. Oh my gosh! Uh, that's why polls, that's why the polls are like this, Miss York. The, the the Biden is you know pissing on their leg, telling them it's raining. And and you are, too, right
4: now. We still got kids in America that are immigrants that nobody knows where they at.
3: Respectfully, I feel like that comeback sounds like something I would get from one of my teenage children, Mr. York. But That's the truth. You know,
4: and it was all over the media that Trump separated moms and kids and then they couldn't find them, and Biden was left to try to find them. He so, found some. I'm not
3: for them. any parents. So and the,
2: solution to, the solution, the solution to that is to let in 2.4 million <clears throat> so far this year, and still counting. That the, that the fixes that problem. Is
3: that for, the
4: solution for that is is Republicans, Democrats get together and establish. That's not going to happen. Immigration reform. That's that's the, a, that's the solution. Instead that's of a, whining about all the immigrants coming here. Which we need, Ms. because York, we don't have full employment. Miss York, We've got once jobs again, jobs
2: are going vacant. Once again, you're just you're just lying to me. Immigration reform is a buzzword for amnesty. Period. That's all it is.
4: Can, well, can we clarify why we, need to, we need to some of those DACA kids? We need to.
2: Do. All right, Maybe be honest and life say life. until we. Still, we can all get together and pass an amnesty bill, uh, you know, and that's it's never going to happen.
4: Del. It's not hard, but both parties need to sit down and do it. Anytime somebody wants to do that, they both can do it. Both parties need to get together to and
2: pass an amnesty bill. That's, you know...
4: No, pass a reform, an immigration reform. Well, Are what you, would you that get get include, Miss York?
2: What would be out included? Out the
4: international, huh? What, what would, would that you, include? Yeah. Looking at what countries we need to work with to try to keep that... that, that uh, Flow from coming, we need to also set up rules for immigration: who, what, when, how. Uh, we need to stop having skewed policies for one uh, group of folks and and balance it out. We need, if we don't want immigration, we need to take that Statue of Liberty out of the harbor, remove Ellis Island.
2: And in, in, in what world does any of those things stop the 2.4 million people and, and which will it's, be it, you it, know we I mean if it's 2.4 million people up until now then it's going to be 5 million by the time the year's out so. It's
4: not going to stop until we do something
2: firm with the countries that are allowing those folks to well, come What about a you what know? about welding the door shut back on that wall down welding
4: there Welding the door the, the, every everything that man can invent people can overcome even Trump's wall, they had immigrants climbing on top of the wall, coming on top of it. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a wall to stop anybody. If we gonna put a wall there, we need to put a wall across Canada.
2: Okay, folks, this is why this is why, you know, here it is. You can hear Mr. York. This is why Trump is polling so high. He's he's polling high because people are not telling the truth. And we'll see
4: the proof the proof
2: of being the pudding. People aren't telling the truth. People aren't telling the truth. Now, let's unpack that. What truth needs to because be told? Because there's is a York?
4: stigma attached to being associated with, with, with Trump in a lot of in a lot of circles. Wouldn't Those that be? People, wouldn't
2: that go against what
0: you're saying? I mean, so, would more people be reluctant to say they support Trump? No,
4: no. People are not willing to take the brunt of the criticism if they say they're for Biden or if they say they're for Trump. Either one. They're not willing to take the criticism.
0: So they're just going to overwhelmingly say we support Trump. They'll just Trump. go
4: along with the flow like so many people do with so many other things
2: in this country. <laughs> they don't say nothing. They keep their mouth closed, and they just go with the flow. And what's that got to do with Trump out-polling Biden by 10 points? It's not a true poll. It's an outlier, as they say. <laughs> there you go. It's not a true poll. It's an outlier. But, you know, their fallback position is that ABC and NBC. I mean, ABC and the Washington Post. While they're attacking their own poll, saying it's an outlier, they 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 say that the as you like to call it the truth, which is that that's just that, the, the truth is something that you would like to impose at the end of a sword, Mr. York. But their opinion is that they're as opposed to the truth, uh, which is the right word to use you only use words like truth when you want to send people to re-education camps uh or to execute them or kill them if they don't adopt your version of the truth
4: where did you but, get your Marcus, marxist views from
2: no that's what you're saying miss york and every time you use the word truth you're reinforcing my belief that that's what democrats think what the more accurate uh word would be if you were actually if you were really a small d democrat is that people's opinion uh is that your opinion is that the poll is not accurate your opinion is that the poll is an outlier not what the truth is but when you say truth that means you're ready to line us up put us in the stockade and send us to re-education camps but if your opinion is that the poll is an outlier then uh abc and the washington post have both written articles saying that in their opinion The poll is an outlier as well. But their fallback position is that the reality, truth as you would put it, but their opinion is that the reality is that it's a dead heat. Well, hell, a dead heat to Democrats and the media is just as scary as 10-point lead. It wasn't supposed to be happening. Trump's supposed to be in jail. All this manufactured bad publicity against him was supposed to have him down to five percent in the polls, he wasn't supposed to win the primary, and it's perfectly obvious that the American people at this point are willing to elect Trump and install him as president, even if he's inside a prison cell. And that I also, small
4: percentage that supports Trump unununflinchingly un, is going to support Trump no matter what. And small you know, when percentage when someone's got ninety-one counts against them, they're they're indicted in four jurisdictions. And they're running for candidate of office of these United States. How cheap do you make the office of
2: the president of the United States, Dealt. How cheap? Mr. York, how does that, you know, all that, despite everything, Trump drew a 52% majority among registered voters in a hypothetical hypothetical head-to-head matchup with current President Joe Biden. Whose support has sunk to just forty two percent. Fifty two to forty two. That is no word. small
4: hypothetical. That hypothetical is hypothetical. That is, is, that is no
2: small group, Mr. York. That's fifty two percent of the country in a poll that's got a margin of error about three percent. So, it's hypothetical. All of it's
4: hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know you. Keep, it's look not in the your truth. We dictator. Will win. In a general election, he won't win. It's well, that is I'll the general election poll right, right here there. On WKOM. There
2: he we will go. Not win. Let's take break and come back. Let me see people.
4: you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, then your face will surely show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. When you see the happy face on our truck,
3: healer!
4: you'll be smiling cause you know that you're in luck. When you fixed up and you know it, healer solved it like you hoped it. If, if you're happy if and you, you know, know it, shout it out.
5: out. Healer Don't put off getting your oil changed, Columbia. Take 5 is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. Visit their newest location at 1203 South James Campbell Boulevard and take advantage of their $15 off grand opening special. That's right, $15 off any oil change, Columbia. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. They're faster than you think.
1: There are so many problems in the world right now that we can't do anything about, but the hunger crisis in southern Middle Tennessee is not one of them. You can join the Well Outreach Food Pantry in responding to help feed our neighbors in need. Kids, moms, and dads, and grandparents with nothing to eat. For just $30, you can provide a week of groceries to feed a local family in need. Give hope to the hungry right now. Thewelloutreach.org. Thewelloutreach.org.
2: My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Delk. Good
4: morning, everybody. I got a question when you introduce our next guest.
2: All right. Regular special guest dude, Carrie Powers. How are you? Excellent. All right. What's up, Ms. York? Do you agree with Tim Scott in saying that
4: the striking UAW workers ought to be fired? Uh, he said that they were the most corrupt and scandal plagued union in America. And uh, what's your feeling on that? Uh, the UAW has filed a complaint against him and saying he was violating workers' rights to union activity. So do you agree with Tim Scott that the unions are, the union workers should be fired and that uh, they're the most, the UAW is the most corrupt union uh, in America?
2: Uh, I don't have any information like that, Mr. York. I, I don't know where Mr. Scotts, uh, Senator Scotts, getting his information, and I don't know why. I mean, he's not, he's not in any way a part of the bargaining process between the UAW and uh, the automakers. He's uh, he not. Uh, so I don't know how the why the UAW would file something against him as he's not a person who, I mean, at best he's got sort of a you know a job. I mean. I don't know what influence a single U.S. senator has on the bargaining process. I wouldn't think much, but uh, no, I don't have any information that the UAW is like that. I mean, I I think that the UAW and the American automobile makers are stuck in a business model uh, that they neither one of them have enough. Well. I mean, neither one of them have enough sense to realize that it's not a sustainable business model and they're going to go out of business. Uh, now, that doesn't mean they're corrupt, they're just stupid. So, uh, yeah. Tim Scott's know. also running for
0: president and probably trying to get any headline that he can get. And you know, <clears throat> you know <throat> I, this I is a topic of conversation. I mean, amongst. I don't agree. I mean, you know, we, we've we got
4: that's a hell of a way to get a headline. No, you running for president and you bashing the workers
2: of America. You know, that's what Ronald Reagan did. Fire a, a air control workers. Well, no, I'm not going to get off into that. But no, I don't agree that the UAW is. I mean, I I, I think that they simply don't understand that uh, that they're not in a sustainable business model. Uh, the car companies may realize that and they may just be making as much money as they can before the horse dies uh and uh but you know if you shift you know what the democrats have done and the greenies have done is shifted an entire industry from uh a hundred years of expertise in producing gasoline engine trucks and cars and now are going to shift the entire industry to producing evs well you know their, ex- their hundred-year expertise is gasoline engines, and there's no reason to believe, or even any evidence so far, that GM, uh, Chrysler, or Ford can compete in the EV world, and that would include UAW because they're they, they're they're really partners with the car companies. They're not they're not they're they're partners. They're not antagonists. And but, uh, but
4: Dell, when you when you when a so, so I think they're all going to go
2: out of business, but I, I mean, I don't. No, uh-uh,
4: they're not going out of business. When the when the when the head and the CEO makes forty percent, which is millions and millions and millions of dollars, oh, I've
2: heard that old trope and, stuff. And right?
4: then they can't pay the workers a raise. They're on that's capitalism. They're on. They're making money off the backs of workers. And they should be paid a reasonable salary, a living wage Well, again, the
2: the assumption that they're operating under is that they're going to seamlessly shift to EVs and over the next five years or so do just as well as they have with gasoline engines. That is not – if you look at the evidence out there right now – That is not a very good assumption. In fact, I, my opinion is it's a false assumption. So the EVs will be generated over years. And as computers got involved in the work, yeah, but what the UAW is, what the UAW is betting on is that Chrysler, GM, and Ford are the ones who are going to make that progress in EVs. And I don't see that. They just don't, I mean, they've got a hundred years of expertise in gas, but. They've got no expertise at all in EVs, and they're well, having a they hard are. time making them run. They um, got some research and development departments that will
4: figure it out. Dale, over, well, over the years, over the years, they're figure it out. They're should, never going
2: to catch up with <clears throat> Tesla. They're never going to catch up with the Chinese, and so well, uh, they're going to be using the same technology as Tesla, probably. Well, if they steal it, I get hell. I you know, I, no, I don't. It doesn't even seem like that. They might be using better technology. Well, like I said, their them. fundamental assumption is that that the that the American companies can do just as well in an EV world as they have in a gasoline world, and that is far from a safe assumption.
0: Mem- remember the, the, the uh, false. Remember the go receipt. Ahead, ahead. Remember the receipt that we saw for the Chevy Volt with seventy something thousand miles on it for twenty nine thousand to replace the battery. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, who now can I mean, afford that? The, the, the UAW and the and the I, big and the big three's operating assumption for years has been: you know, if you're American, you can buy a car from us or go to hell. That's just not true anymore. There are lots of Economies
4: of scale will bring the price down, Clayton. The economies of scale after it gets will developed, it bring, they're gonna that's continue That's the wrong to question.
2: Will it bring it down for Chrysler, GM, or Ford? And it will it, it's probably going it's already brought it down quite a bit for Tesla and the Chinese companies, but will will the American companies ever catch up? I, I doubt it.
4: It's it's gonna bring it down for All everybody, right, but we don't some. have government force in the hand like over in China. China, di- The government dictates what gets developed and what gets researched. Like in said, this the, country is capitalism.
2: The big news at the Detroit Auto Show this summer was that the Chinese have got EVs that are much cheaper and much more efficient and run much better than anything even Tesla's got. So uh, we'll see what happens. The uh, I mean, it's
4: going to develop I, over
2: time, like the airplane industry. No, well, over time, yes, the industry will. But the question is, will GM, Chrysler, and Ford in the EV world develop that way? And I don't think so. And there's no well, evidence. Well, it may
4: of, be a, it may be a different company, Odell. That's you're right. right. It may that, be a
2: different company. It, it, it'll be the one. It'll be one that the UAW doesn't work for, and so that's the way it's going to be. And so the UAW is not. They're assuming that they're the big dog on the block. Everybody's got to buy from them. They're not looking out at a competitive world ahead of them. All right, I'm going to end on that. UAW
4: will not cease. It will always be around.
2: Uh, we'll see. You and I may not live long enough to see this after, one play after, out. But.
4: After after some of the administrations killed all the union workers, the UAW is still standing. The CWA with the telephone company, AT&T, is still standing. Well, so those are, you know, the... Uh, Rail Workers Union is still standing. Uh, Teamsters Union is still standing. People are not going to work for nothing anymore in this country. They need an organization that will help them negotiate wages and benefits.
2: I'm not going to get sucked down this road. I've I've agreed with you in the past that generally that uh, wages are too low, and we're seeing them readjust massively right now across the country, and I brought up that in that Wall Street Journal article a journal article I read from, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, but actually it showed, I mean, wages are rising rapidly across the country, but they're actually rising faster in non-union jobs than they are in union jobs, although both are rising. Well, uh, who
4: would have thought Burger King would be paying 15 $16 an hour?
2: Well, they are. Uh, all right, I'm going to change the subject, though. something I've been trying to get around to for weeks, you know. Uh, we've got an, an election upcoming next year between Senator Marsha Blackburn and Gloria Johnson, who is a Democrat from Knoxville. Now, this, you know, the, the, this is uh, Gloria Johnson is a certified Looney Contrast that, though, with just six years ago when uh, – Phil Bredesen ran against Marsha Blackburn, a respected, capable, straightforward, uh, really just a, a, a person for all seasons, a very capable leader, very, very solemn, very straightforward, smart individual, uh, demonstrated track record of uh, executive success, and... Uh, You know he was he was a serious candidate for the u.s senate now ultimately though he lost not because he lost because he had the d by his name the state of tennessee did not want to give chuck schumer another vote and it wasn't so much marshall blackburn being the better candidate uh phil Bredesen probably was the better candidate but the state of tennessee did not want to give chuck schumer another vote in the u.s senate and so marshall blackburn was elected Contrast this to this election to Gloria Johnson, who is a certified Looney Tune nut job. Represents Fort Sanders out of downtown Knoxville. Any of you ever been through there? Uh, It doesn't take long to just drive through and see where Gloria Johnson came from. But uh, it's uh, and and, I lived in the fort for a summer. Well, I did too, but it was pretty bohemian. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, remember, I, I, I Okay, we're going to have to return this. Yeah, I, I remember the uh, uh, what? What was that fellow's name? He had been. Uh, I went started law school up there, and uh, all right. I, instead of getting into all that, we're only we're about to end the show, so I'll end it on some uh, story. Yeah,
4: but Gloria Johnson's going to give Marsha Blackburn a run for her money
0: because yeah, that, Marcia. You want, a, <laughs> right? want a bet? Want a <laughs> bet? I'm uh, making uh, a bet right uh, now, uh, Monsieur. <laughs> women
2: activities, let's talk support, about let's talk about the truth. R- <laughs> This state is two thirds Republican, and it's going to. I and,
4: don't care. They don't <laughs> want someone like Marcia Bachman continually taking their rights. Miss York,
2: what do you want to bet? This state is two thirds Republican, and people like Gloria Johnson are actually increasing the margin for Republicans because they're so mm-hmm. they're they're such idiots. I mean, they're women will vote I mean, their conscience when they get in that boot. Uh, yeah, right. I can't wait. You are. Ridiculous.
4: I can't wait either. Yeah. You, you predicted predicted a red wave last time. Let's see what kind of wave you're gonna get this I time.
2: I didn't predict a red wave. In fact, I bye I bye. But but that red wave that red wave certainly happened in Tennessee and will continue to happen. Uh, Republicans are going to get yeah, elected. Yeah, that's why we got tyranny. Yeah, Republicans are going to continue to get elected by large majorities, and you can call it tyranny if you want. Um, you know, but and. What? All right, I'm going to get back to this. I mean, Tennessee's the the Democratic Party in Tennessee has morphed from a fairly respectable bunch of people. I mean, I remember uh, Lieutenant Governor of uh, oh from West Tennessee, what was his name? I mean, even Jimmy Nafe, They they were respectable, solemn leaders. Uh, I could say the same thing about Republicans. Used to be. A respected bunch well, of people The Democratic Party in Tennessee is just a bunch of looney tunes I mean, idiots I mean,
4: 91,
2: 91 indictments Up 10% in the polls over Biden Yep, there you go <laughs> We're going to come back to this tomorrow Now folks, we're going to be doing a telethon tomorrow uh, You know, raising money for the well in Spring Hill Food pantry uh, Not sure exactly how that's going to work We'll be here yep. And uh, somewhere in there we're going to be talking to you about the well So we're looking forward to that A great call. Have a great day. Have a great
3: day. See you care. Bye. Good to see you.